WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. It's Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. Tickets for the Champaign-Urbana Ballet's production of The Nutcracker are on sale starting today. The performance has taken place at Urbana's Cranert Center for the Performing Arts each year since 2003. This year's show will be held from Friday, November 30th until Sunday, December 9th in the Tryon Festival Theater. A clothing drive will also take place where guests are encouraged to bring winter gear to their shows. These clothes will be donated to Champaign Unit 4 and Urbana School District 116. Single tickets for the show are $45 for adults, $30 for non-U of I college students, and $21 for youths 12 and under. Both houses of Congress voted to approve a short-term funding bill Thursday. That bill prevented a partial government shutdown and funded the federal government through the rest of the year. The bill passed in the Senate with just less than two-thirds majority. It was adopted by the House just a few hours later, with just over half voting yes. Moving forward, Congress will need to negotiate a larger year-long funding bill to keep the government funded through 2022. The White House has expressed optimism that both parties in Congress will be able to reach a compromise on the bill well before the deadline. However, for the immediate future, Congress has set its sights on reaching a deal to raise the federal debt ceiling before October 18th in order to prevent the federal government from defaulting on its outstanding loans. Oral arguments at the Supreme Court are being heard in person for the first time since the COVID-19 pandemic. The Supreme Court is scheduled to hear contentious cases this term concerning gun rights, abortion, and separation of church and state. Justice Brett Kavanaugh was not in physical attendance. He joined the session remotely after testing positive for COVID-19 last week. Only one justice, Sonia Sotomayor, wore a face covering. The two cases heard yesterday consisted of a Mississippi claim that Tennessee is stealing its water through an underground vessel, and the other was about a convicted felon carrying a firearm. Two high-profile cases are slated for the end of the year. A case brought by the National Rifle Association to expand gun handling rights will be heard in November, and a challenge to Roe v. Wade to ban abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy will be held in December. With a 6-3 conservative majority, the Supreme Court has the ability to shift decisions to the political right. The president of the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, or IATSE, now has the authority to call a national strike of the union's members for the first time in the union's 128-year history. The union serves workers from makeup artists to camera operators to electricians. Members of the union who work in television and film voted this weekend on authorizing their president to call such a strike. The results came in yesterday. With 90% of the eligible workers participating, 98% of those who voted said yes to authorizing the strike. This vote comes as workers have started speaking out against working conditions, such as shifts that last more than 12 hours, a lack of guaranteed meal breaks, and low wages. Talks had broken down during contract renegotiation between IATSE and the studios, and after the results of the vote came in, the studios reportedly asked to return to the bargaining table. IATSE says they'll continue negotiating for at least three weeks, but if members decided to strike after that time, it could bring much of Hollywood to a halt. The Chicago Bulls start their preseason schedule tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Former Illinois point guard Ayo Desunmu was drafted by the Bulls in July and will be making his United Center debut in the game. 
The Bulls made several off-season roster changes, including bringing in DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, and Alex Caruso. The Bulls finished last season with a record of 31-41, and while they missed the playoffs by two games in head coach Billy Donovan's first year with the team. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m. tonight from the United Center in Chicago. And that is the news for today. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Tara Mobasher, Barrett Wynn, Jane Knight, Owen Henderson, and Jackson Janes. Our political editor is Jane Knight, our arts and entertainment editor is Mac Dudley, and our sports editor is Jackson Janes. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman.